A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. We're recognizing farms and homesteads that have been in the family for more than 100 or 150 years. I'm Charity Seebecker for the Midwest Farm Report. These families will get together at the Wisconsin State Fair for a celebratory breakfast. One farm being recognized is Cold Farms. This Manitowoc County farm was purchased in 1900 and has been in production for over 100 years. Adam Cold starts us off with some history of the farm. The farm that we're currently on was purchased in 1900. And it was um, purchased from a, a different farming family that um, it was uh, two partners that decided to go their own way. So that's how the farm that we're currently on now came up for sale. And it wasn't the first farm we bought in Wisconsin. We actually bought a different farm in the area 40 years earlier. And then the the original um, ancestors that came here gave that farm to one of their daughters and her husband, and then they moved to where to where we are now. What was that original farm like? What buildings were on it, the size, the acreage? The um, original farm would, uh, would still have the original barn that is here today now. The, the main portion of the original um, cow barn was here when our family purchased it. And then a small portion of the farmhouse um, existed at, at that time when they bought it. And that is still here today. Um, it's obviously been extensively remodeled, but it is still part of the homestead as well. What was the farm? Was it a dairy operation, crops, a little bit of everything? Can you take us in the day-to-day life of that? From the time my um, ancestors bought the farm, it's, um, to my knowledge, always been a, a dairy farm. And our family always had Jersey cattle. And it the farm um, consisted of Jersey cattle, and then we raised um, feeder pigs as well up through 1997. And at that point, we got out of that business and then expanded the, the dairy side of the farm a little more. In addition to farming over the years, um, my grandfather and great-grandfather also had an insurance business on the side. They sold insurance for Rural Mutual. And um, my dad and my grandpa also operated a custom spraying business on the side while they were farming. So so they kept very busy. Do you mind going into their custom spraying business a little bit? Sure. Um, that Well, that was started by my grandfather, and I believe that started sometime around the 1950s. That was probably about the time that chemicals started kind of getting introduced on a, on a more large-scale, widespread basis. Um and I think at the time, at that time, I'm not sure how involved co-ops were with spraying it. And I just think my grandfather saw an opportunity there to maybe provide a service like that. So he bought um, 
a sprayer for just on the back of a pickup truck. And then in time that grew and they, at one point were running two sprayers on pickup trucks. And then when my dad took it over, he continued to, to spray using a, a pickup sprayer, but just ran one. And, uh, they did a lot of work in the in the local area for for uh, a number of different farms. So, what were those first years like on the farm? Were there any like key successes or challenges that they had to face? Um, there's none none that I really know of specifically. I know that, um, like my grandfather, for example, he um, he was pretty innovative. He was probably more on the on the earlier side of farmers that adopted pipeline technology in the, in the barn for milking. And, um, they put silos up when, uh, when farms started to make corn silage and, and chop hay and, um, put it, he put an addition on the milking barn and built a brand new pig farrowing facility. So he was involved with, um, several farm related boards, uh, Midwest Breeders Association, and then um, the American Jersey Cattle Association. So, Wow. So that was your grandpa, correct? Yes. So then, what improvements or changes have been made to the farm since then? So since then, um, well, major changes that occurred in, so in 19, as I mentioned earlier, 1997, we um decided to get out of raising pigs. And at that point, we so that was a, a kind of a pivotal moment in the farm because prior to that, I think pigs had been a part of the operation for many, many years. And at that point, when we no longer were raising pigs, we decided to milk more cows and, and um, focus more on that and specialize more on the dairy side. Then the next... And a major change would have occurred in 2010, which at that point we decided to exit the dairy industry and no longer do that. And uh, that that occurred um, kind of at the end of my dad's career. And um, since that point then, now the farm um, has transitioned and I'm the the owner and operator of it. And I've kind of uh, transitioned the farm into uh, a business where I raise um, cash crops, so alfalfa, wheat, corn, soybeans. And then I've also um, kind of built on what my dad and grandfather did with doing like some custom field work. And I've built up a a custom field work business that does um, uh, planting, uh, hay harvesting, uh, round baling, and um, and spraying. And then I also do um, crop consulting. So that's how the, the farm has transitioned here under my um, ownership of it now. What do you think makes your farm unique? I think, I think historically... What kind of made it unique was um, just the fact that we had Jersey cattle, which, you know, obviously Holsteins were the predominant breed in the area. I think aside from that, what's what's made it unique is we were always 
fairly well diversified throughout the the generations, both with different enterprises on the farm as well as um, as well as some of them having some some other sources of uh, of revenue from things that were still tied to agriculture, but not directly related to the the farm itself. Is there interest in the next generation possibly continuing on taking on the farm? Um, right now, there is not any next generation <laughs> people. <laughs> I don't have any. I don't have any kids right now. But um, you know, I certainly strive to keep what I'm doing competitive and uh, and feasible in the long term. So, if someday down the road that that becomes an option, then I at least want to make it uh, something, a decision that they are able to make. So, Adam Kolb shares a story of his family farm in Manitowoc County. The Century Farm Program originated as part of Wisconsin's centennial celebration in 1948. These stories are brought to you courtesy of Compere Financial. From the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Charity Seebecker.